0: Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life-balance ideas from world-traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Iyer. And hi there. Yes, we have been on the road to the new year. And
1: week, it is the last Ayers on the Road of 2017.
0: It is really amazing how what this year, year has rolled by. I get so involved with Christmas and suddenly, oh, oh wait, wait. Wait, we're we're starting another year? Yeah. I can't believe it. We just did that last month.
1: Oh, gosh. do you think there's something, Linda, that's kind of, it's almost, it's I don't know, it's mysterious. It's magical about a new year starting. It's not always entirely positive. Sometimes the new year holds worries for us, or sometimes we look back on the year just passed with some consternation. Yeah, depending or saying, and goodness,
0: we say, thank goodness that's over.
1: Thank goodness that's over. Let's get to a new year. <laughs> let's start over here (laughs) but it is a starting over time and we talked last time on the show last week about this sort of magical week between Christmas and New Year a lot of family togetherness a lot of kids out of school a lot of vacation from work and a lot of a lot of interaction with families and so on if you missed that show go back online and and listen to it it's we're going to kind of carry on from it today and and try to talk a little about family resolutions, New Year's resolutions, New Year's priorities. Um, how to how to sort of think about the coming year in a way that's family-centric because really that's what we all want.
0: It is and um, that maybe should be the first priority that we have in setting resolutions and I know some people hate making resolutions. It just, um, you know, uh, documentation of their failure the next year
1: and um well it's because the the, the statistics uh, we were just talking to our producer who who's majoring in statistics and the statistics on new year's resolutions are that we usually break them before january's over <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, a lot of them have to do with weight man wait just wait until uh, Tuesday morning, and they might give us one day, you know, rest on New Year's Day, but Tuesday morning... Wait,
1: you said wait, just wait. <laughs> I, no,
0: well, <laughs> by Tuesday morning, the everything, TV, radio, everything is just going to be full of weight loss programs, because we've had such a good time over the holidays.
1: Yeah, but, you know, talk about first world problems, right? I mean... The fact that 80% of New Year's resolutions in America have to do with losing weight might mean a lot of things. One of the things it might mean is that we're a pretty prosperous country and um, you probably don't have a lot of people resolving to lose weight in Ethiopia. So we should be glad for the problems we have.
0: Yeah, there's so many countries that are on the verge of, of starvation. It really is so scary. We just cannot even imagine that.
1: But, you know, Linda, when you think of when people, I guess if we could play word association with, with our radio audience right now, if we just said new year's resolution, what, what's the first word that comes to your mind, the, the word association, I think people would say, you know, improvement, they'd say, um, what I want to do better this year, they'd say, um, turning over a new leaf. There's a lot of good associations with it. And it is a new leaf and we all need times to start fresh we've We've had two of our kids uh, and their families uh, and you who are long time listeners know this because we've talked a lot about it. Two of them have moved major moves, one from um, Orange County, California to Utah and one from Boston to Utah. and I think anytime you move it's kind of like a new page. It's like a start over and so on. But a new year is another way to just sort of start fresh.
0: Well, and it isn't just a start over for them. It's a start over for us. Oh,
1: yeah. Boy, because, is it forever.
0: wow, all of a sudden we've realized what all you have been doing who have
1: grandchildren around all close. the time.
0: Oh, my goodness. It's really a whole different world.
1: We, we had, had one family here the last two days. <laughs>
0: we We did. We have a crazy son and daughter-in-law who took off unexpectedly went to New York City and um, did some fun things and uh, we kind of divide up their six kids between us and the other family. Well, How did we
1: end kids. up with four of them and then? I,
0: <laughs> that's just the way it goes.
1: And <laughs> another one besides we from had, another family. We
0: had so much fun though. So babies. Much fun we them.
1: had babies the last couple of days.
0: Honestly, you know, kids uh, who are, you know, six seven eight you know by the time they're starting school they're so much easier but those little <laughs> ones are so fun
1: we had a three-year-old who uh her her older brother calls her the little hurricane <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that is exactly right i got out the double banana gram thing uh so the kids could play with it before i knew it it was carpeting the floor we got out apples to apples. <laughs> These uh, are games, by the way. <laughs> carpeting cards, carpeting the carpet, honestly. <laughs> um, and she just got like a wildfire going through just, And then and she's reverted on potty training and <laughs> all that. But we have had so much fun with them yeah. the last few days. It has really fun been but
1: great. What I started out to say, we don't mind little diversions here. It's what we do is we just talk. But um, you know, when you think of New Year's resolutions, you, you I think most people think of individual improvements, Linda. You know, like, what am I going to do better? Uh, what am I going to do about my body? What am I going to do about my Relationships. gadgets? What am I going to... By the way, more and more resolutions. It's, it's interesting. I, I, there will be a story about this sometime early in the year. Of What percentage of resolutions were about using technology less? It's interesting how... There's this backlash. We run into it all the time when we're out speaking to people, um, giving presentations to parents and so on. People will say, I just, I've just got to get my kids to get off their screens, and I've got to get off my screen. And there's a wonderful artic- article in Atlantic Magazine recently about how the increase in anxiety in this country exactly parallels the increase in, in smartphone usage. It's just, it's remarkable. And so I think a lot of resolutions are going to be about what not to do, not to be online all the time, not to be looking at my screen all the time.
0: Uh, I have to say that my resolution is to do a little more with the phone. Yeah, Linda, I, you've I, got to I, check your messages I just can't anyway. remember to check my messages. And I there look sometimes at Linda's phone. Really and there's
1: like there's 14 unheard voice messages or something.
0: <laughs> no, like not crazy. 14. But... It is really interesting that I just get occupied with other things and I don't think about my phone often enough. Well, that's how we should be. See,
1: you're the paragon of what we all should do. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, the thing I was going to say on this individual thing is, you know, we think of resolutions as a, a, a something to do for self-improvement. But what about family improvement? What about what about thinking this year about having your new year's resolution center on what you want to change for the better, not so much within yourself, although it will ultimately involve that, but within your home, within your family, what do you want to do better? What, what do you want to change in terms of how you structure your life vis-a-vis your children, vis-a-vis your, your, your family, vis-a-vis your home.
0: And, vis a vis your spouse. Yeah. My main resolution I just I'm divulging a
1: secret You're gonna tell me? Has is, to do with me?
0: It has to do with you. Oh yes. I mean really uh, we've talked about how important parenting is and how little um effort and time goes into marriaging. And so my number one New Year's resolution is about you today. Oh
1: good let's hear it right now. Let's let's get it on record on Ab- the radio so that I have a witness. Not.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> Um, But it really is uh, kind of interesting to think about how you could do that better. And uh, we're home alone, so to speak, some of the time, not as much as we (laughs) used to be. But um, we do a lot of things together, Um, talking about having a date. We have a date every day because we are with each other a lot because our work is here. Oh, that's wonderful. And, uh, so anyway, that's just, um, it's just a thought.
1: Well, you make a good point though, Linda, that, that so many resolutions, when you break them down or analyze them, they have to do with time, where we're spending our time. And, you know, that's why maybe less time on screens, more time with spouse, more time on dates or whatever. And I, I look back over the years, I think. Probably two of the best New Year's resolutions that we've ever made together. And by the way, that's another thought: How about making joint New Year's resolutions with your spouse, and and sort of committing each other to do it? I remember one year; I remember it so well. We we were living in Boston, and um, a great a great mentor of ours that we really appreciate um, asked us to join him in his resolution to take his wife on a date every week on on Friday night, sort of a continue the courtship kind of a, a resolution. And I think one reason we took that resolution so seriously is because he'd committed us to us and we had said in his presence, we're going to do it. And that was right in the throes of the busy time of our life with little babies and so on. And we made that resolution in one New Year's Day to go on a on a date with each other every Friday night and, and and that was a great resolution. And like you say, it's easier for us now that all the kids are gone. I remember another time I made a resolution that you loved. I don't know if I kept this rigorously, but I was uh, in a situation where I could take Wednesdays off of work. And my resolution was to spend Wednesdays in the home taking care of the kids so you could get out of the home one day a week because you were writing a book, writing a book and you were a full time mom. And we had, I think, seven kids at the time. And I think that was a good resolution. You liked it.
0: Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> it was
1: really awesome. You it was know. good for me because I learned what you were doing every day. When I, I After Wednesday was over, I was ready to get back out of the house.
0: I know. And uh, <laughs> the kids were so much cooter when I got home. I mean, it wasn't all day, but, you know, a lot of hours. And uh, you looked so much more handsome when I got back and loved you so
1: much <laughs> I did, more. even though I've been there with them getting messed up with right, the kids all day.
0: Right, because it was such a great gift. But And it was a time when we didn't live anywhere near family. You know, we had friends, but they all had a bunch of kids, too. And so I was really stuck. Um, Is the days before, some of you are listening, remember this, before you could go to the gym and drop off your kids?
1: Oh, yeah, before and there were gyms.
0: Before, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, that kind of dates us, but, um, you know, it was just a really, really lonely time when you're just uh, there with the kids all the time, so that was awesome.
1: Well, and another thing that has to do with with time, I mean, we're pondering our New Year's resolutions right now as we speak on the radio, and I know one of them, Linda, we've already talked about, our resolution is to travel less in 2018. We've been too much on the road. Maybe we'll have to change the name of the show. We'll change the name to the "Irs Staying at Home radio show.
0: <laughs> he He's dreaming. There, there's no way that's going to happen. If we can, we will travel less, but more to our kids and less as far as speaking and, and going around the world well, two or three times a year.
1: Yeah. And even as I say that, we are leaving in three or four days to go to Hawaii and then to Seattle to give a speech. And then we're going to Rome and april to give a speech but no oh, i'm going to london
0: in april to help with a new
1: baby well yeah so maybe it sounds like a joke that we're that going is to travel west, you but I, I really think we are and one reason is because we're going to start doing some one of the main groups that we speak to is now set up so that we can do it online with the zoom program where we can give seminars Online from our home and and people can actually many more people than if we were going out individually. So I'm just saying, you know, again, that has to do with time. What are you going to spend your time doing during the new year? And that's one of ours is to spend more time not traveling. But we're going to get we're going to give you some thoughts on New Year's resolutions that are family centric after we take a brief break.
0: And we'll be back in just a minute. We're back. Um, Richard, stop that. He is so funny about I'm, waving I'm his arms. With my hands. He is. He.
1: hands.
0: Uh, it's, it's a secret code we have. Some
1: of you probably are like me. Like I can't. If, if someone ties my hands behind me, I can't talk anymore.
0: I know. I'm pushing his hands away from I his mouth. I lose my about voice. Of this <laughs> radio show. Um, but it, it has been an interesting few minutes because we're talking about New Year's resolutions. Now, don't turn the radio off because you hate them.
1: Yeah. Some people Um, hate them. That's true. But we're talking about a new kind of new year's resolution.
0: Right. And we're just going to have a little discussion for a few minutes about some possibilities you might want to think about for 2018. Mm
1: -hmm. I think the, the question to start with, an interesting question to start with is you know, there's a book that has an intriguing title. It's so it's it's one of those books. Have you ever bought a book, Linda, just because the title intrigued you? The minute you saw the title, you bought the book. You didn't even open it to see what was in it. The course. title was so interesting. Yeah. And this is a fairly popular book during this last year or two, and it's called Start with Start with the Why. And I thought, wow, that's a great. That's going to be great because we don't ask the question why enough. We just do stuff. And we never say, why am I doing this? Why am I, why is this something I'm spending my time and my mental energy on? Why, why, why don't I think this through a little more? And, and you know, I'd written a book years ago on, uh, on turning cliches around and, and sort of, you know, and, and one of the ones was, you know, the thing my mother used to always say to me, um, she'd say, Ricky, don't just sit there, do something. Don't just sit there, do something. And in, in this book, I was saying, we, we ought to turn that one around and say, don't just do something. Sit there. Sit there. Don't just do something. Sit there and think about it. What is it you're doing? Why are you doing it? Anyway, the book turned out not to be about what I hoped it was. And,
0: A bestseller.
1: Uh, well, no, but <laughs> it, it just turned out not to mean what I thought the title meant. But but in my in my view, why? Asking the question why is is sort of the way to start thinking about new year's resolutions. Why, if you can't answer the question why you're doing something, you need to examine it more. And it sort of gets to the idea of dividing the means from the end. Let me, let me try to explain that. I'm probably sounding a little vague, but you say you get up and go to work every day and let's say you work hard and you spend 14 hours at work every day, long work days, a lot of young, fathers and young career people who are having families but they're gone from the home so long every day why why do you do it now if you say well because i want to make money uh well because i need to support my family well i do it because i want to advance i want to be successful i want to get a promotion those are all interesting whys but then you have to ask the why again why why do you want to make the money why do you want the bigger house why do you want the promotion why i'm not saying there aren't good good answers yeah, for there, the questions yeah there are but there are but we answers. have to ask the question why and 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 what I'm going to say and react to this linda but ultimately when you ask the question why often enough you give it an answer and then you ask why again where is that gonna lead you eventually? And and I think usually it leads you back to family. Why am I working to support the family? Why do I want to work longer so I can have more for my family? Why do I um, you know, f- have to finish this degree at school? Well, because it'll allow me to be a better provider for my family or a better person in some way. Why, why, why? And doesn't it kind of finally come back to our families? Isn't that what, what we all what we do it all for? Well, or
0: for, in some cases, I think people hang out with friends a lot um, when their family kind of needs them. I mean, you need friends, obviously, but I mean, why why am I doing this?
1: Um, why we, am I spending my time this way?
0: We have um, <laughs> several of our children uh, of the female gender. Um, have really overloaded themselves at Christmas. Now, you mothers out there, including me when I had young children, uh, you ask yourself, why did you just kill yourself over Christmas? I mean, Christmas is just so hard Mm -hmm. on young mothers and older mothers because we get ourselves involved in thinking we have to do everything for everybody. And if you turn that around and say, why, why do I do that? I mean, it gives people joy and so on, but <laughs> why do I do that in place sometimes of things that are more important?
1: Well, and, and if the answer to the question why is because everyone else is doing it, or because I've got to keep up with the Joneses, or because I don't want to be the one who isn't doing it, that those are probably not very good answers to the question why this this one daughter of ours who's so great in so many ways. Um, I don't think this is a divulging a secret you, Linda? I mean, they actually, they they were going to try to simplify (laughs) Christmas by not having a big traditional load the kids up with every kind of gift. They were going to go on a humanitarian expedition to Ecuador in place of Christmas. So one of the things our daughter thought is, man, this will really simplify my life i won't have this crazy hectic commercial christmas and
0: filling out lists for my kids and so on and that part was true
1: that part but but she but, ended up giving like what'd you say 50 oh, gifts to know. her I, neighborhood so friends so many some neighborhood thing. friends
0: and friend friends and um there were parties for and then teacher gifts for each of her kids and one of them has special needs and you know she really felt that they needed to have a special gift because they'd help so much. I mean, it just kept snowballing and snowballing and snowballing until, honestly, she was just strung out. So she so was banned. still
1: strung out. And, yeah. and, and I mean, you know, that happens. To, I mean, that's it common. To it's all not this. the exception to the all. Some it's, of it's you maybe It's the rule. But. And so, again, why? A good place to start with with thinking about resolutions and I, you know, maybe, maybe it's the term that's wrong resolutions. Maybe it needs to be, maybe it needs to be new year's priorities or something. Yeah, that's better where it's not just uh, like this little thing we're going to do. It's like restructuring how we're thinking. And the question why is really a good place to start. Like why am I spending four hours a day uh, on my computer and my, my smartphone? Why am I, And there could be a good reason for part of that, you know. But asking that question why is often what leads to a refocusing of priorities.
0: Yeah, it does. It's interesting. I mean, everybody is struggling with that, including us. Last night, we went to a movie after we sent all of our kids home. Oh, we
1: just had to get relaxed. We had to go. But
0: as we were sitting there, Richard was on his phone, you know, until it started. They were just doing, you know, advertisements and stuff. And uh, he looked at me and said, do you think we're addicted to our phone? And I said,
1: (laughs) well. You said, I think you are. I think
0: you are. (laughs) But I never even know where my phone is. So um, it really is interesting that we can't get hooked in so easily. And not only, I mean, sometimes it's usually. I think for you it's important stuff that you're doing. Well, that's
1: the interesting thing, Linda. I mean, you know, for for a lot of us, um, just just being able to email or text is an enormous time saver. Cause it is. you know, a, few, a couple of decades ago I would have to sit down and write a letter and type it and put a stamp on it and send it. I mean the electronics can save us so much time or it can suck away our time. So again, why, why are we doing certain things? What do we want to change? You know, I think what it ends up doing, maybe another word Maybe we move, move from the word resolution to the word priorities. And then maybe there's even a better word. I, I love the word paradigm, a paradigm, meaning a worldview. How do you see the world? What's your framework? How do you, how do you see things? And I think one of the things that, that maybe we ought to be focused on as the new year comes as, as parents and as marriage partners, is how, what is our paradigm? How do we see the world? And tying it back into this question of why, may, maybe one, I'm gonna sort of say how I see the world in a simplified way, Linda, and you can tear this down or modify it or whatever. But I, I think a paradigm to, to consider is one of what is the end and what are the means to that end? And in my mind, the end is, is a strong family. The end is a lasting family. The end is lasting marriages, successful kids, a family that holds together, not without problems, not without challenges, but a family that endures. That's the end. And I even think it can endure eternally. So if that's the end, what is the means to that end? Well, the means to that end is what we do. It's, it's, it's our work. It's everything. Basically, becomes a means to that end. Our church that helps us strengthen our families. Our our work that we do to support our families. Our careers to support our families. Our our hobbies and interests, so we can be the kind of people that can be good parents to to work toward that end of enduring families. I think having a paradigm, whatever yours is that makes sense to you, is sort of what we're talking about here. So maybe it's it's not a New Year's resolution, maybe it's a New Year's priority, or maybe it's a New Year's paradigm, just a way to think about what matters and about the question why.
0: Yeah, you know, that really is good to pull back and, and look at what you're doing. You just get so mired down in the day-to-day, at least I do, of let's see, what do I have to do today? Instead of um, having that fit into a bigger picture, and I think that's what you're saying about paradigm, you um, we really want to be the kind of people we want to be, and we have to make that fit every day into what we're doing.
1: You know the old saying, the unexamined life is not worth living. I love that saying because we're constantly reexamining, aren't we? I mean, we're just talking before the show to our... Wonderful producer at BYU radio who's going to graduate this year and he's going to take off into the world and get his first job and, and move on. And I'm thinking what, what are his new year's resolutions going to be like as he approaches this year of transition and of change? What are, what are his priorities going to be? What are his, what's his paradigm as he gets out of the world? And, and I'll bet knowing him a little, that it's going to center in a different way but still around family still around those he loves still around relationships and we look at it as an older couple looking back same thing we're always re-examining how do we make our lives fit our priorities better and ultimately the more we think about it the priorities are always our kids our relationships our marriage our our family and everything else is the means to those ends
0: and sometimes the person we forget is ourselves and it depends on where where you are on that scale i mean there are some people that think too much about themselves but there most people really uh get so occupied in in the lives of other people whether it's children their relationships brothers sisters parents aging parents we do need to remember that we need to take care of ourselves
1: Well, and I'll tell you one thing that might be a neat thing to end the show on today. We, um, our Christmas present this year to our kids, we, we, we think a lot about what are we going to give them each year? And and this year we, we gave what we, what we called the gift of romance and it was just a check, but with a, a note that said this check is to be used just for romance, just for a romantic thing. You can split it up and go on a date each month or something with your spouse, or you can blow it all and do one big romantic thing. And the funny thing is one of our, one of our sons did exactly that. Two or three days after he got the gift, he and his beautiful wife got on a plane and and went to New York and saw the the, the, the musical Hamilton. But here's, here's what I was gonna say, Linda, It was so interesting, this was not just a romantic date. What he said to me was we want those five or six hours each way on a plane to be our time to think about the new year, 2018 and how we're going to do a better job as parents and how we're going to form our priorities and how we're going to plan together as a couple. And, how we're going to strengthen our family. And I thought, what a great thing.
0: And and you have to know that there were some, I mean, he had a companion pass, he had a free hotel room, right, you know, all right, that stuff. Right. So um, it's not as, as extravagant as it sounds, but it really is interesting that we do need to think about what's going to happen now. I mean, we're on it. Uh, it's 2018. We wow. really hope that you have just pulled a few little things from this that will help you to think about this next year and maybe change some things and get your paradigm organized.
1: New Year's resolutions, New Year's priorities, New Year's paradigm. Have a wonderful new year. We'll see you next time on Ayers on the Road. Bye-bye.